0: hello everyone and welcome back to the my muscle podcast on today's episode episode number seven i am delighted to be joined by lisa mcfarland lisa is a qualified life coach who specializes in relationships in this episode we discuss relationships throughout the lockdown keeping the honeymoon period alive being consistent and showing up to your partner every day and lots more i personally got a lot of value from this episode i hope you enjoy too and thank you very much for listening I'm delighted to be joined by Lisa McFarlane. Lisa is a qualified life coach who specializes in relationships. Lisa is probably better known on Instagram as relationship coaching NI. Um, Lisa, the reason why I wanted to have you on today was what you do on your page. Um, well, it's not a page, it's a business I am now, but you know, it started <laughs> off as a page and you're doing phenomenal work, obviously. And relationships is a big part of my life, but it's also a big part of everybody's life. And I think in this episode, mm-hmm. you know, we can we can all learn from from something and take something from this episode. So I just want to thank you for coming on, taking the time and welcome to the podcast, Lisa.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for reaching out. Thanks. And thanks for stepping into fear and asking. And yeah, love doing podcasts. Love that.
0: Absolutely. I've definitely stepped into fear for sure. Anyway, that's uh, that's definitely <laughs> have done. So uh, this is a part of it. Um. so I just wanted to get straight into it and obviously ask you where your your inspiration and um, your journey started with, with relationship coaching.
1: No problem. Um so my husband and I have been together now 31 years, married 25. Um, and we were married about 20 years when we came across a situation that we just didn't have any tools to deal with. It was a we work together, we have a business, <laughs> we have a business together, except I have this now, and um, so we worked together. And it was a legislation change that had to be done. And I was just like, tick the boxes, get it done." There's nothing we can do here. He, his opinion was different, and he was this didn't sit well with him. He thought it was unethical, and um, it wasn't the way he wanted to run this. Blah blah blah. So we talked about it, and then we argued about it, and then we talked about it, and then we argued about it, and went round and round and round. And it was starting to become all-consuming. Our children were starting to say, um, are you still talking about that? What's it? And it started to affect our sleep and our health. And we loved each other dearly and we had a great relationship, but just this thing was just tormenting us. So I had been to counseling after my mom had passed. That was my most past night eight years. So this was six years ago I'm talking about now, five, six years ago I'm talking about now. And I said, look, we need to talk to somebody. We have to talk to somebody. There has to be things that we just don't know. That blah, blah, blah. So we went to the same counsellor that I went to and she told us practical tips. She could see that we loved each other. She could see that we were devoted to each other. We just had lost our way in this particular step. So she, we went three times and she gave us tips and tools. And I just kept saying, why does everyone not know this stuff? Why does everyone want to know this stuff? In conjunction with that, I was offered an opportunity to do my diploma in life coaching. So I was just started that. And between that and my own going to counselling, um, I just kept repeating, why does no one know? Why does no one know? Um, so I took my life coaching qualification and I started running little classes in our business where Nigel and I worked. So I started running classes in that, and then I was still going on and on and on. And then in 2019 people started to get sick of me and they said you should do a wee page, just go and do a we page sure and um, you're right you're right everyone should know be gone and um, so in 20 may this time may 2019 i started a wee page and um i started on facebook under a fake name because i was terrified what people think what people say I hadn't done very well at school. So people would be, um, you know, who does she think she, ought- she is? Does she think she's going to tell us how to live our lives? All the things. Um, and even in the last couple of years, life coaching has become a bit more prevalent. Yeah. You know, this, and, see, a couple of years ago, th- th- like I had never heard of life coaching myself. And um, I knew about self help books and things like that. But anyway, so I started my page under a fake name. And then someone in work found me. And they were like, <laughs> is this you and I was like yes <laughs> and I started to do <laughs> I was like and I started to do little videos, little three minute videos of just my my thoughts so I always end things with just a thought because it was just my thoughts it was just my thoughts on how to make things a little bit better and control your thoughts and all those sort of things um, so then what happened, so then I came home one evening and Nigel said um, I found a page for you I was like, "Oh, and he said, "No, no, no. I found, I've made a, I've made you a business page on Instagram." And I was like, "Oh, right. Okay." And he said, "What do you like this name?" And I said, "Okay. relationship.coaching.ni. Do you like the name?" And I was like, "I love the name." <laughs> and that was it. Um, and then and at Christmas t- at Christmas 2019, so just coming into 2020, um, I asked my daughters to shout me out on their Instagram pages because I had 500 followers. Then 2020 hit, and it all just went mental.
0: That's amazing! Um, amazing journey. Obviously, uh, it's been probably a roller coaster um, and you know, in such a short period of time as well—a um, really, really short mm-hmm. period of time. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, fair play to what you're doing. Uh, obviously, <laughs> you don't want to touch. Or I don't want to rush past the past. That uh, the fact that you lost your mum. Very sorry to hear that. Um I know at any age it's a, it's a it's a it's a difficult thing to go through. It's not easy. It's, it's great to see that you're 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 focusing on yourself and, and making that important. Um in terms of the going back to when you went to the coaching yourself, how keen was Nigel on going to the coaching? Was did he jump? Not at keen at all.
1: <laughs> uh yeah, uh-huh. He jumped at the idea. <laughs> I think it may I think it may have been something like, I'll be there at four you better be there um it may have been something like that (laughs) um uh, but but then of course and this happens all the time when I coach couples now this happens all the time and the women are looking at me like and I'm like it's okay I I know this look you see we should have been doing that for ages you see why have we not been doing this and and, you know and the men are all like gung-ho because (laughs) men love coaching men love coaching men have been coached their whole lives their mommies have coached them. <laughs> Their coaches have coached them in school. Most men either play sport or are interested in sport. Men love coaching because they love the practical tips and tools. Now, we went to a counselor, but she was very good. She coached us. she just gave us tips and tools. Um, counseling is a little bit more going into your childhood and finding out why this happened. Coaching is, we touch on that a little bit, but coaching's more, okay, well, this is happening. It's not really very healthy. So here's a different idea. We don't really go into why you're doing it or that sort of thing. Also, people come to coaching a few times and then they'll say, Do you know what? I think I need to go to counseling and find out. But coaching is a good way to start a little training ways. It's a good way to start your training ways, you know, mm-hmm. and I and our counselor was very good. She was just very practical with my job, and that's what he wanted. And then the whole way home in the car. I was, like, you see, we should have went there earlier. You see, I just don't know what was, and I, I totally up. Yeah. we should have went there earlier. Absolutely, you're right.
0: <laughs> that's it, that's it. No, and that's a very good point about men being coached because it, it is something, and even with life coaching, I'm currently studying life coaching at the moment, but I'm in my mm-hmm. very, very early days. Um, and the one thing that I was, I'm going to a coach as well, um, but I was very surprised that I was expecting to go into coaching and all we're going to talk about what happened in the past, my history, my childhood. It's about, you know, the, what, where you are now and what can you do to kind of move forward in that sense. Would I be right in saying that? Because again, I'm, I'm still... Uh,
1: Absolutely. The two main differences between coaching and counselling are, yes, it's much more... Once you've coached somebody for a while, you can start to sort of um, go a little bit, once you get that trust built, you can go a little bit into, like, maybe did that happen because or what do you think? But at the start, coaching is very much, okay, that's not working. So let's talk about your limiting beliefs. Let's talk about your blocks. Let's talk about things like that. I often say to people, I don't really care that your daddy didn't hug you when you were five. Let's just make some changes here. you know. Um, uh, Another thing about the difference between coaching and counseling is counseling, I believe, are bound to not self-divulge. Where coaching, I would say I'm the worst coach ever because I tell everybody everything, um, which Mm -hmm. suits me very well. It suits me very well. And when younger people come to me and they, I, a guy, I did a podcast for a guy one time and he said, here's the thing, Lisa, you have 31 years in the game. You, you've 30, you, you've skin in the game. You've skin in the game. You're bound to have things to tell people. I was like,
0: yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, you have your experience. Um, yeah. and, and like like what you're saying there, right? you, you, with your page, it's, you know, it's obviously blown up over the last, uh, last, last couple of months. But like, You know what you're doing is your the content the the i suppose the free content but it's basically just Mm -hmm. what you're learning and you like once you learn it you're like people have to notice and (laughs) and, and you get it out there Um, and it's it's a great way of doing it because it makes people you're looking at your page it makes people more comfortable like to learn about your relationship you know you don't i think one thing i love about your page and what you do is you don't see it as a negative Mm -hmm. um wanting to better your relationship and having issues in your relationship isn't a negative if you want to better it if you want to, to progress um in terms of I, I I remember hearing before you talk about Nigel he's a he's a fixer mm-hmm. I think I could be a fixer but again I'm not 100% <laughs> sure what a fixer is um so I want to kind of a self-diagnosis at the moment then um, what is the term fixer mean when it comes to like a, a personal relationship
1: so um I hate to use the men and women thing, but um. So, say your partner and um, says, "Oh, this terrible thing happened today," and da 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 da, and a fixer will say, well, you see what you should have actually done was and what if you had it said and you see if you had and, and we can all be guilty of it. I'm guilty of it too. Nigel sometimes tells me things about um. I, I wouldn't do it generally in life, but if he's telling me things about the business, I would say, do you know, I think that sort of thing. So. A fixer is sometimes not a really good listener. To hold space for your person is the most beautiful thing. Just for your person to feel heard is one of the most beautiful things. The other couple of weeks ago, Nigel was saying something and I started with fixing. And it was my turn to fix that day. And he said, what about you just hold space for me? What about you just hold space and let me tell you? And I was like, "Oh my days! I may actually... I can't decide if I love him or I'm going to kill him. I, I can't decide which one it is." Right now. <laughs> zip the lips, zip the lips. Yeah. Yep. Zip, zip the lips. Zip, zip the lips. I said, "You're you're right, babe. You're right. I'm just here. I'm just listening."
0: Yeah, that that is just said. I remember having a conversation with you a year ago. That's one of the things that uh, just is actually refreshed from my memory. That's one of the the mo- the most valid points that you gave me was in my relationship with my girlfriend, like if she says something. So I remember at the time I was having a lot of, we were getting a lot of arguments because I am a fixer. Um, now I am a fixer. I've admitted I know I'm a fixer. <laughs> and so I remember at the time I had a conversation with yourself, um, and we were getting in a lot of arguments, but arguments because she'd come home from work and be saying this, that and the other or whatever it might be throughout the day. It might not be work, but anything. And by the time she's got the words out of her mouth, I have... A solution or you know well think of a solution and the one advice you gave to me was just listen she's not she's not looking for you to solve the problem she would if she was looking for you to solve the problem she'd say what do you think i should do in this situation um but uh but that's obviously something that i've learned and- but, but it's lovely to be a fixer it's lovely to be a fixer it's lovely to care that much
1: that you want to fix it that's a lovely lovely thing so it's just getting it at the right time it's just getting at the right time because sometimes it's easier to fix than it is to listen.
0: Yeah, that's very true. Yeah.
1: Cause listening, when you're listening, you might actually hear something you're not really very comfortable with. So it's easier to fix it.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's a very valid point because uh, it, I find it, I, I do find it very difficult. Like we went for, for dinner last night and I don't know if this is, is, I don't know if this is a fixer i I don't know i I want to actually ask you about this so i was out for dinner last night and she would be having a conversation and i'd be listening i wouldn't like i'd be taking it all in i wouldn't say a word but i'm so i just really want to say something back not like about something that i that's relative to my life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's fine
1: that's great you can say oh remember that happened me that was a nightmare wasn't it you can say that that's perfectly fine yeah that's perfectly fine. Um, Nigel was just on the phone there earlier and he was saying something. And I said, oh no, that happened to me one time. And I just did. The- now, I don't say, what I did was blah, blah. And you should do that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: What I say is, oh, that drives me crazy when that happens in a bad way. That drives me crazy. Do you know what I had to do one time? I had to get onto the manager and say blah, blah, blah. You're not fixing. You're just telling an experience.
0: Yeah, no, that's a very good point. Um, is there... In terms of actually, you know, like, uh, is there any things I suppose with the lockdown at the moment? Well, you know, restrictions are being lifted. Um, but I'm sure, I'm sure over the last couple of months, a lot of people have had a lot of challenges and difficulties with their mm-hmm. relationship. You know, probably more mm-hmm. now than ever because, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, I think it's just a natural thing. But what would you say is the mm-hmm. big difficulty that people have had? Within the relationship of the lockdown, and you know, was or, or even in the lockdown, still, is there anything that you would recommend that they could do to kind of change it a bit rather than mm-hmm. wait? I don't think it's a good idea to wait until the lockdown's over to mm-hmm. try to get a relationship back mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. No, um, because sure, we don't know how long we're we'll waiting and exactly and all the things. Um, okay, so, um, Esther Perel is a very famous, um, well, in my world, she's um, very famous um, couples coach. Um, she talks a lot about eroticism and um, where desire lives and things like that. And her books are Mating in Captivity and The State of Affairs. She has podcasts as well. Um, but she would talk a lot about love lives in closeness and connection and belonging and togetherness. But desire lives in distance and longing. And um, we have lost all distance and longing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just
1: not a thing. There's um, no distance and longing at the minute. It's just all this sort of on top of each other. So space, giving each other a little bit of space, whether that's taking a night that um, one of you goes to a different room to watch something on the TV or, you know, here in Ireland, we've had the walk, so you have to go out. Maybe you don't want to go the walk with your person. Maybe you want to say, Do you know what? I just need a little a time to myself. A lot of people have gone through this lockdown with ch- young children as well. All my days, I just don't know how they've even no. coped. And um, you know, maybe it's as soon as you come home, I have to get out for half an hour. I have to get out for half an hour and be by myself because it's just too much, you know. So it's talking about the things, making sure that you're putting in. The opposite of that is then making sure you're putting in date nights and things like that and times to actually connect because we're together all the time but are we really together it's like a fake forced togetherness and then it's like Saturday night oh, I can't stand to look at you anymore so maybe a little bit of separate time during the week and maybe date nights then every couple of you know with the weekends or a Wednesday it doesn't matter um but a little bit of separate time even Read a book that your partner isn't reading, so you can tell them about it. You know, listen to podcasts um, that your partner isn't to, so you have something new to bring to the relationship. Just something new to talk about can be really, really important.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's a that's a, a very valid point because, uh yeah, like you said, when you're in a lockdown, you're you're almost you. Let's be honest, you're probably sick of each other. Like, you mm-hmm, know, not, there's mm-hmm. there's no denying that you're probably absolutely sick of each other um i've started living i've moved to canada here you know it started the year and i'm living with my girlfriend full-time for the first time and again going back to that space and it's communicating i just need to kind of be alone just leave me alone for a while Mm -hmm. and she'd Mm -hmm. say the same and i think that communicating is is such an important thing Mm because you kind of know where each other's standing. but uh one thing you mentioned to me before was about date nights um Mm -hmm. you can be on a date night you can have a date night but you might not be present in the date night like you might mm-hmm. like for for a long time i would have always brought my phone to a date night i would have always mm-hmm. talked about things that we didn't really need to talk about and i think one of the things you mentioned was at the start of your date night if you're having a let's say a dinner is to uh th- th- or agree on something that you're not going to talk about mm-hmm. or something like that so i set up the the mind muscle page and which i'm obviously very passionate about last november I'm so passionate about it, and it's all I talk about. It's literally all I talk about. And she is she's so supportive of me, but she is sick of listening to me. And I don't blame her. I absolutely don't blame her. But one thing when I'm having a date night is I don't talk about it. It's something that I just put aside, and I see that she appreciates that. And then I put my phone away, and she appreciates that. And I think it does have that. It's like that level of respect for each other. Like you know, we've done this for a reason. We're having a date night, and um, so. Yeah, I think being present with your date nights, communication, do you find it, um, is it, is it more difficult for newer couples to communicate than long-term couples?
1: Sometimes what happens is so much baggage and stuff that has happened to you in your relationship that you can be a bit bogged down just a bit fed up and a bit bogged down with each other I've just finished um the honeymoon effect very very good book and it's all about how our, our, our subconscious 95% of our is subconscious you know so um and how at the beginning of a relationship sort of the first 18 months we're so conscious in our relationship and we're making all the effort and we're going in the date night and we're not talking about things that we know bore our partner Um, we're like oh talk about the business long enough put your phone away you know we're doing all that thing we're trying to impress we're doing all that stuff and then after about 18 months when sort of the lust chemicals die off the sub the subconscious takes over and it's about maintaining that honeymoon effect by making that effort still sending those texts still checking with each other still going to the door to meet your person maybe um going and making you know putting a bit of perfume on or aftershave on, you know, because you know your person is going to come home and you want to look nice for them, like you did at the beginning, like yeah. you did at the beginning. You know, now we're not talking about that. We're not going to go back to the 1940s or anything here, <laughs> but, you know, we're just talking about making that person feel a bit special, just feel a bit special, like we did at the start, continuing to do that, through our whole relationship. You know, I have my phone, I don't even start Nigel on the flip this phone um but I have my phone set that um my only messages that so my watch you know how the messages we can't just have the message come to the phone now with the message <laughs> <from> your watch <laughs> it's not good enough it we'll have to be tied to your phone um but I have my phone set that the only messages that come to my phone are from the children so you know or my family so that when we're out I'm not getting and like I have my notifications on Instagram turned off I have to go into my messages and look for them. I don't have them come up, and um, just things like that. Generally, trying to put in little b- trying to put in little boundaries, trying to put in little boundaries.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And um, I think I, I don't know if you know Simon Sinek. Have you ever heard of Simon Sinek at mm-hmm. all? So mm-hmm. he's, he's basically like um, he's a leader. Uh, he's just a, a leader in a business organization, and he talks about leadership and um, consistency a lot. And I think what you're saying there about um, he asked someone one time, when when was the time that you fell in love with your your wife? And he's like, well, I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I can't. There's no, I can't think of the day. I can't. And like maybe like he he could think a day, but at the time he he couldn't. He didn't have an answer. And he's like, when do you feel or why do you feel like your wife loves you? And he's like, he was kind of struggling to answer, and he was saying things like, you know, I think a lot of people might realise when you buy a bunch of flowers or when you do certain different things and that's why she loves you. But he was saying that it's, it's about consistency in the relationship. So she fell in love with you because you looked at her and said, good morning before you looked at your phone. She said, you know, she started to love you because you you used to open the door for her and maybe you've just kind of lost track of that. So consistency is so important. Um, And I think um, it's so important to keep that consistency and, and, Don't lose sight of it, but it is very easy to lose sight of it and what's what's actually important to you.
1: Yeah, because here's the thing. Loving each other is not enough. You have to choose each other every day. You have to choose to show up every day for that other, for yourself and then for your person. Yeah. That's where the consistency, that's where the effort, and that's what pays off. Because love isn't enough. It's not enough. There are tons of couples who love each other, but they get lazy. They don't put the effort in. They start taking each other for granted and the wheels fall off. And the wheels fall off. You choose somebody who's loving and caring and respectful and you know is good for you. And then you show up every day. Show up for that relationship. Show up for that person over and over and over again. Remembering that you love each other. And then you both do that, I'm sure that's great.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Because obviously, uh the, with the when you're saying show up every day, it's it's almost sometimes we we might take it for you, you might take your relationship for granted because you've been with them for so long and as you said, that honeymoon phase has gone. Um, mm-hmm. but the secret isn't to not let it go. The secret is not to let it
1: go. Don't let that honeymoon phase go because once you let that go that's when all the baggage and stuff starts to happen and then there's a distance between you But the secret is not to let that honeymoon stage go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're I don't know if you're talking to me or you're talking
1: to
0: me. <laughs> People say that
1: people say that wasn't a podcast that was a coaching session. And I'm yeah. like,
0: "Oh, I'm sorry." It's a it's great value for for me but obviously for everybody else listening because there's a there's a lot in I think I think it's something that you need to be you need to be open about with your with your partner because I think there's there's almost this focus on a perfect relationship, um, you know, and everybody has their flaws, you know, and that's the reality. Mm-hmm. But, um, just talking about obviously, I remember I was talking to you today about the and I seen it on your live, um, was about the five love languages. Mm-hmm. Would you mind like talking a bit about that and and what that what that entails? Because I found it extremely, extremely interesting.
1: Yeah. Um. It was a gentleman called Guy Chapman, maybe. Um, so it's a book, but it's free online test. Um, so it's called "Fat fi- the the Free Five Love Language Test," and you can sign up to his um emails and things. But they're very good. But you go online and you do the test. So everyone has. He sort of came to the conclusion after coaching couples for twenty years that this was a little formula that he made, and it just works. It's 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 not not rocket science that it's also not you know but it's just a good tool that I that it works really really well for couples um, and and or children you can do it from children from four years up so I did it with our my teenagers it was excellent and um, so you done the test it's fun it's just you know do you like a cup of tea or would you like to be told that you're beautiful you know it's just simple wee things so the five love languages are time acts of service words of affirmation Touch and gifts. So that's the five love languages. Then it will email you, do the test, and then it ask for your email. It emails you. It's very easy to unsubscribe, don't panic. Um, it'll email you and it'll give you, it'll rank them. So one, two, three, four, five. So find find out what your top one is and find out what your secondary is. What works really well is if your one or two kind of match your person, if one or two or even three match your person you're probably going to have quite an easy relationship. If they do not match at all, you really have to learn how to speak that person's love language. So we find out what our own is. We find out what our partner's is. And then we speak to our partner in their love language. Now, sometimes when I tell guys this, they're like, what? I have to do more. I'm like, no, (laughs) this is the key to doing less. This is the key to doing less maybe you're buying her gifts maybe you're being affectionate so you're buying her gifts and you're rubbing her shoulders and you're holding your hand and holding her hand and it's exhausting but maybe all she wants is for you to bring her a cup of tea in bed yeah acts of service or maybe all she wants is for you to say you look stunning today i really love you and you look gorgeous but you're running around like a headless chicken doing all the jobs and buying the gifts and doing all the things and she's looking at you going okay great because it's not speaking love to her okay so then what happens is you get a handle on this and then stress and work and life happens and you fall back into your own love language so my Nigel and I our love language is time so our first love language is time so you see me on the page we're flipping never apart from each other. So we're always together and that works well for us. We chitter, we talk, we go for walks, we do all the things. Time is our thing. Um, like we don't like to be apart from each other very much. Like we don't like to go away any weekends. From. We just like to be together. We just like to be together. Maybe one we night away is fine. We just like to be together. Um, So, but then my secondary love language is words of affirmation. And Nigel's secondary love language is acts of service. So sometimes if he gets stressed, he'll continue to do all these jobs around the house. And I'm like, what are you doing? Well, I just, I'm like, I don't care. I don't care about the jobs. I miss you. I want you to connect with me with your words. But sometimes when I get stressed, I say to him, oh, I love that shirt on you. Oh, you look really lovely today. Okay, I miss you, all that there. And he's like, okay, could you bring me a cup of tea when I'm cutting the grass? That would be awesome.
0: Yeah, so you of, know kind of speak, um yeah, that's 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 obviously amazing. And obviously the relationship you have, yous, you you've clearly worked out it. like it's 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 all over Instagram now, so it's your your <laughs> you, like you said, you are these are never apart, but it's you obviously you know bounce off each other, which is which is amazing to see. And I I don't think there's any reason why other relationships can't be like that. And I could think that's what you are mm-hmm. trying to do and bring that uh bring that awareness to, to people. And my favourite people to coach are, I was going
1: to say young couples, but they don't be young couples, couples who've been even together three, four years, and they just want the tips and tools. All right, in my webinars, younger couples to come to the webinars, get the tips and tools. Don't wait till the wheels fall off. I think I told you this before. There's nothing else in life that we do without instruction. We get instruction on everything. How to trim your beard, how to blow up balloons, how to cut the grass, how to build IKEA furniture. we get instructions on everything cooking packets, everything. we get zero instructions on how to do life and then relationships.:
0: Yeah, definitely yeah like I'm only like I'm 26 now and I'm still and you're always still going to be learning like you're obviously still learning, but um obviously with the love languages I've, I when I did that when I watched your video, I found it hilarious. We we got a great laugh. Um, me and my girlfriend. Now we we did the test, and we. Um, <laughs> I remember I bought her like I spent like you said I spent stupid <laughs> money on <laughs> stupid, like stupid money on birthday presents. Like I got, it was a trip to Disneyland, uh, Doc Mart. The whole whole thing, right? Because I thought this would make her feel special. Mm-hmm. Little did I know that wasn't her love language so so there's it's gifts so there's an access service so with the gifts right i bought her so much stuff thinking this is going to blow her mind and the first thing she was attracted to was a little frame with my name and her name in it in like little wooden blocks and i was like you got to be kidding me like you have to be kidding me <laughs> and then uh obviously i didn't realize at the time um that's what she that's what's important to her little things like that um because I, that was something that I thought about. You know, with with buying Doc Martens, I went online and clicked the button, and you know they they come to the door. Whereas that was something that I actually went out of my way, and it was thoughtful for her. When you say about the acts of serve or the speaking in other people's love language, so people, so people like in relationships, do they speak in their they speak in their own love language most of the time? Is that what you're saying? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe you love gifts.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Maybe you love gifts. Um, but here's how to play the gift game. Buy her some a gift is much better if you see a packet of um crisps that she likes or her favorite chocolate bar. That's the sort of gifts we want. We gift, we want gifts that say, I thought about you when I wasn't with you. That's what we want. 50 P that's what we
0: want that's what she said to me actually that's funny when you think about it because that's what she said to me she goes you know i'd love if you were coming home from work and you know you you got me a pack of sweets or something that like and that it makes so much sense because you're you're thinking about it throughout the day and um Mm -hmm. yeah because i remember it's funny she actually bought me um a book with like loads of pictures in it uh, of us in it like a collage and like, this is something that she obviously put a lot of time and effort. In. And of course I appreciate it, but I'm going to be honest, you know, it's not something that really, really like, obviously I love it. I appreciate it. I love the pictures of us, but it's not something that look, I got really, really excited about. And that's just me being honest. And she knows that, um, And but it, it makes sense now why because the love languages it makes so much sense and we were having such a laugh the other night after dinner. we had such a laugh we're like oh my god it all makes sense now it all makes sense it
1: all makes sense
0: so for me mine's acts of service so if i came home from work and she i like i had a busy day at work and she had she was home earlier than me and she had dinner made and she had my gym gear ready and i was like oh my god like i love you <laughs> i love you like thanks so much for doing that um but it, it it's 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 so funny how we actually speak in uh the different uh so
1: funny well a lot of men is acts of service lots of men is acts of service so um i know today and i just a very stressful day and it's actually beautiful weather here today but i've decided to make stew because he hasn't had stew for ages and i know he loves stew so i just i was putting stew on there before we we got on this call um and i'm looking outside going mm, maybe it wasn't the best plan but anyway he'll like that and you know i haven't and it was so silly but in your gym gear, finding your gym shoes when you're running around, you know, all that sort of thing. Yeah. But it's about speaking to the person in their love language. And here's the thing we all like all the five love languages. It's all fine. So it's just about remembering to do them. And um I sometimes coach people and they say the, the woman will say, Don't tell, you know, don't tell them to do you know, he shouldn't you shouldn't mm, no, you shouldn't I shouldn't have to tell them to do that or you shouldn't have to tell me. So I'm like, okay. So let's just say we are starting a new sport. Let's just say we'll be in, let's say you wanted to go and do ice hockey over in Canada. Um, here's the boots, just go ahead, have at it. No, you would go and go to go to a club and get a coach and da, da, da. Sometimes we just don't have the tools to say. So sometimes I'll say to guys, okay, we've done your test. Her love language is words of affirmation. So I want you to set an alarm on your phone. Three times a day, try to pick odd times so she doesn't really clock on to this, (laughs) just to message her, just to message her and say, love you, thinking about you, can't wait to see you later. He shouldn't have to be told to do that. He should just want to do it. I'm like, I don't care. I'm telling him now because I'm his coach. And if you want to show her you love her, this is what you have to do. And guys are like, great, brilliant. I can do that. Is that all she needs? Awesome. No problem at all.
0: Yeah, 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 and it's and and, and like you said, you, you shouldn't have to be told. But obviously, it's uh, obviously you shouldn't have to be told. But it's gonna better the relationship, and and yeah. she's gonna appreciate it, or or, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. The access service yeah. thing is funny with with um with men. Is there? Is there a psychological thing behind that, or do you reckon it's just because they're pampered when they're uh, when they're kids? From
1: probably because your because your ma's because your ma's all ran your bath ran the bath for you from <laughs> you were no age.
0: That's it. That's that's <laughs> very true.
1: And I am now one of those ma's, so I can't even say anything. Um, my wee boy is twelve, and we're trying our absolute best to have him, you know, be self sufficient. But do you know what? We all like it. We all like. It. I have a nineteen year old, and her love language is acts of service because she's just so busy she's just her life is very very busy so she just loves it if I'm like there's your water bottle there's your thing there's your protein bar okay goodbye see you later you know um I like acts of service too because I have a lovely car that um used to refill itself with diesel all the time but Recently, it hasn't been refilling itself with diesel, which has been very upsetting to me. Um, because Nigel's a bit busy these last couple of months, and the my car, the, the function has failed of it refilling itself with diesel. I don't like to do the diesel. I don't <laughs> like it. It's smelly, it's horrible, I don't like it. Um, so Nigel pulls my car for me all the time. It's not, a, it's not a money thing, or our monies are in a pot together. So it's just that I my my love language is not active service but i really enjoy that active service i really really enjoy that i came home the other day and i said my car has lost this facility it used to refill itself all the time and that doesn't refill itself at all so i got in yesterday and he was like look your car it got its abilities back and i was like i see that thank you my beautiful car is now refilling itself again it's awesome
0: yeah, so it's like like you said, it's it's like all the acts of service. That's uh, everybody
1: likes them. Yeah.
0: No, that's funny. Yeah. That's 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 hilarious because obviously, uh, that's something that uh you're just so used to at the time, and then it stopped, and you wanted that back. in Yes, your
1: life. I had to get it back. Yeah, so it was just a joke. I'm a perfectly independent woman, really, but I don't like putting diesel in my car. I, think that's <laughs> fine. I don't like take I don't like taking the bins out either, so that's all fine. <laughs> That's it. They're your access service, yeah. with Nigel. They're my access service. Yeah. yeah. I also, I also, uh, I, we're we're no longer codependent. We were codependent for a very long time. We're no longer codependent, which is awesome. But I, I love getting looked after, and Nigel loves looking after me. He absolutely loves planning things. He loves, so that works really well for us. That works really, really well. That works really well, and it's figuring that out. You know, figuring all that stuff out
0: yeah no that's that's amazing obviously uh with the you know you talk a lot about on your on your instagram page with fill your cup or fill your own cup mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. would you mind touching on that um just about what that actually is and what that expression means because um, yeah. i know it's a big big thing you focus on
1: yeah um so when we started our counseling um we were both very stressed and all the things and she just said just how do you fill your own cup and we both looked at her like like literally no, we don't even know what you're talking about. We just don't know. I was like, I like to go out with my friends for coffee and that's about it. And our children were like 12, 13, and 9 at this stage. So it was full on, like it was just cars taxing back and forward was everything. And she's like, You need time to fill your own cup. And I said, Okay, I and she said and then she said to Nigel, she said, You know how on an airplane when the oxygen masks drop down, they don't, they say, put your own mask on and then sort out your wife and your family and the people around you. That's what life's like. And she said, where does your oxygen mask live? And he said, I I don't even know. I couldn't even find it if I tried. And she was like, okay, well, let's start there. So filling your own cup, and serving from a place of fullness was something that was totally, and I think in Ireland, we are not taught this. People pleasing, people pleasing, people pleasing. Is Joe Bloggs happy? Are they happy? Are they happy? Or if you've annoyed so-and-so, you better go and say you're sorry. Or if you've done this, you better go da-da-da-da-da. It's all about everybody else. But we have to know our completeness, our enoughness, love and accept ourselves find that time for ourselves to fill our own cup to know our greatness and then serve from that place yeah two people filling their own cup and bringing that to each other that's what we want
0: yeah it makes it a it makes it makes not only does it make you a better person but it makes you better around other people um yeah you know i i i I can kind of relate to that in the sense that I struggled with self-love for a long, long time. Like really just didn't didn't fi- think any any good I had any good qualities. And I just really didn't think anything of myself. And in my relationship, I used to be very insecure in the sense that like she wasn't doing anything wrong or anything. Um and, and probably not just in, in this relationship, in past relationships or just in life in general, I would have been very insecure because I would have been. I wasn't happy myself, so I was always kind mm-hmm. of looking at the external. And um, mm-hmm. but now, like, thank God, with with tips and you know pages like your own, and there's there's so much out there now to, that you can learn. And you have to put yourself first. You have to fill your own cup. Mm-hmm. And if you can fill your own cup, you can fill other people's cups as well. You know.
1: Yeah, because I think it's easier. We think we'll just drink out of their cup. They'll fill us up. But they're not if they're not full, it's not gonna work. And even if they are full, you'll end up dreaming somebody.
0: Yeah. Literally dreaming them. Yeah.
1: But we know our greatness and we want to bring that greatness to somebody else. And we all have quirks and weird things. Um we were in work yesterday and I'm so forgetful. Like keys are a mystery to me. They just they just disappear. I think it's my angels, they steal them from me. <laughs> um, but Oh, but I have two different sets of keys. I have the car keys and some other keys. And I went walking down the corridor and I had, I was looking, I had the one set of keys and I was like, oh, I've left the other keys in the other place. I turned around and night was like, these keys. And I went, that's the one, sweetheart. That's the keys right there. So, you know, we're far from perfect. We're not saying we fill our own cup and we're these perfect people who, you know, but my odd things that I, they're that quirky and weird and, talkative and loud and all those things he loves that he loves that but I have to love it about myself too if I don't love it about myself there's no point him telling me 50 times a day I love the way you're this I love the way you're that I love the way there's no point in your person telling you if you don't believe it because you're never going to believe them if you don't believe it first
0: yeah very true because you can brush it off then you'd be like you know stop saying that and you 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 just brush Mm -hmm. it off and push it back then Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. yeah no that's kind of that i suppose that kind of that fill your own cup is is in every part of life not like it's Mm -hmm. in every aspect actually just to touch on it you've got um new merchandise on the page (laughs) yeah yeah i see it so that's exciting so uh you you what 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 merchandise do you have and and i know you have a saying there's a saying that you have (laughs) to do with the merchandise i love it
1: so i have little mugs that just say just a thought because my it's the automatic negative thoughts. It's the, you know, I call them Shirley. Uh, I call her my friend Shirley, who tries to keep me safe, but she's really just keeping me small because she tells me, you can't do that. You can't say that. What will people think? What will people do? Da, 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 da. So we look at it. So we just look at it. It's just a thought. It's just a thought. I'm just going to let that pass by. It's Just a thought. It's not going to stop me from living my greatness. Just a thought. And well, then my other one that I have on, I have a hoodie. Uh, so I have mugs and notebooks the we notebooks have we affirmations through them like um, it's time to shine and know your own greatness and that sort of stuff but then I have a hoodie and it says on the wrist of of the armband of the hoodie I am enough because we're all enough just the way we are brought here with our divine spark we are enough we look at the things maybe we have bad temper or we're a huffer or we're defensive we look at all that we call it it's the shadow work we bring all that in we shine a light on it we do our best to develop and um, be the best version of ourselves but we are enough we're absolutely enough the way we are And we bring that enoughness to the other people in our life
0: yeah yeah i i I couldn't agree more yeah like that's they're they're amazing i'm very excited for you because i've seen it on, on their page the uh all the merchandise, you know, you're, you're, you're putting in a a lot of work. You're very obviously very passionate about what you do and it's amazing to see it all, uh, come into life. So keep at it. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm all about people. Um, you know, going after what you love and enjoy. And as you said, there's only one of you, there always only will be one of you. You'll always be enough. And Mm -hmm. you know, you have to do it for you. You know, you have to do things Mm -hmm. for you. Um, so, Uh, like like you're saying there about uh like one thing that about filling your own cup and suppose like doing podcasts and doing the page that i'm doing like that that excites me so i can be exciting in other areas of my life and i can bring that excitement Mm -hmm. to other people so if i'm happy with what i'm doing nobody really needs to care what i'm doing like nobody really needs to have like they don't really need to understand it but once i'm happy that means i can be happy with other people in my life Mm -hmm. um and even you know when i was when I was doing this podcast, my laptop crashed. I was obviously nervous, like very nervous doing it. Of course, I'm not gonna lie. We have, we, like, I'm I'm fearful. Um, and but you know, I think it's about going after it. But my laptop uh-huh. crashed, literally as we were about to start, and I was like, "I was like, oh my god, oh my god, what's happening? And then I was like, "Oh, it's not gonna work." And I was like, "My shoulders dropped. I was like, oh, what a weight off my shoulders. I'm, I'm not even gonna have to do a podcast." I was like. Are you are you stupid? Like are you like? You
1: know, Surely,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shirley
1: was all over you.
0: <laughs> exactly, but then I always say to myself, you know, that you're doing it for a reason, and and this is, you know, it, it just it's just thoughts, it's thoughts, um, and I be, what happens is, and about like you said about going into fear is, I would be so angry if I couldn't do the podcast or I'd be so mm-hmm. sad about myself if I didn't do something that was hold me back from mm-hmm. fear, because mm-hmm. on the other side of fear is just everything everything absolutely everything, everything. And it's, it's great to get there and um, so i've really enjoyed this conversation Lisa. so obviously i'm i'm extremely grateful i know your time is precious Um, Irene, no, no. Okay. i really i know you're busy Um, if if anybody was interested in getting some merchandise but more importantly i think is actually going to a session with yourself what would be the the mm-hmm. process there how, how the so i have
1: I have like, I don't have many things I've got going on. So all the free stuff is on my Instagram page, ni. So usually what do people do is they watch me on there and I go on there every Thursday morning at 10 o'clock, either myself or I have a guest or sometimes I go to someone's page. Um, so that's all the free content. Then I have a little private group which it's £16 to join the private group. So that's £16 a month to join the private group. I go on there three times a week. I do lives. I do question and answers day. I do positive affirmations. That is my little tribe over there. And that's all about mindset. It's a mindset thing. We do touch on relationships, but it's all mindset, body image, automatic negative thoughts, setting goals, all the stuff. Um, and you can be as active in that page or not some people just listen and don't ever post anything or say anything and um, other people comment and all that sort of stuff so that's like my little that's my little track and then I and then I am a couples coach so I coach couples Um, usually about I have usually have about 10 couples sort of on my books at one time um, and then I have my little online shop as well so that's, that's sort
0: of the, the tier of what, the way it goes they're kept busy anyway um, the, mm-hmm. the lives are obviously a great way for um, an, anyone girls or boys but I think for, for lads it's a great way to just go on and you don't have to commit to a, a coaching session straight away because yeah. you, you might not be comfortable with that which is completely understandable but you can go on to the page learn a couple of things like the something as simple as the five love languages you can practice that and that can, uh, that can uh, definitely help
1: and do you know that there's an attachment style quiz as well online?
0: No, actually I've heard I've heard um yourself and Sinead talk about that. I like I know Sinead is uh, is big on that. What is that? What is the attachment style? What what exactly so is So
1: there's anxious, avoidant and secure. So we obviously want to be secure. Um and the book is called Attached. Um I, I didn't love everything in the book, but that's okay. Um so there's a, there's a, you can do that quiz online as well. That's
0: great. Brilliant. Yeah. A couple of quizzes, a bit of homework for people to do after. A bit of homework. Podcast, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Um, Lisa, obviously my pleasure. Um, I'm so happy to have you on. I'm so grateful. That was great. So thank you and have have a great day. and a your week. Thank you for having me. Thank no. you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I hope you got some value from it. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to find out more about Lisa, you can head over to her Instagram page at relationship.coaching.ni. If you could subscribe to the podcast and also share it on your social media. That would be absolutely amazing.